0: and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Madeleine and I'm on team here at Father's House And you may have noticed I haven't been doing a daily devotion in the last week or two as we were hard at work and prepped for our Worthy Women's Conference that took place this past weekend. And I hope you were one of the ladies who joined us and that you were immensely, immensely blessed. We are so grateful for the weekend that we got to have in the presence of God. So, this morning we're going to carry on looking at our What is a Christian devotional series. Uh, Philippians 1 verse 27 says, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Now, we've already taken a few sneak peeks at what this conduct means, what it means to conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. We've already taken a look at a few scriptures, and this morning, we're going to take a look at another amazing scripture in Colossians 5 verse 4, and I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. Conduct yourselves with wisdom in your interactions with outsiders, non-believers. Make the most of each opportunity, treating it as something precious. In verse 6, let your speech at all times be gracious and pleasant, seasoned with salt So that you will know how to answer each one who questions you. So that's Colossians 5 verse 5 and 6. That is an extremely great verse, I think, because it very clearly lays out to us how we are to conduct ourselves um, in a manner that is worthy of the gospel of Christ. So let's break that verse down into a few practicalities. So the first thing it says is we need to conduct ourselves with wisdom Generally, wisdom is a great idea, but it's specifically wisdom here in our interactions with outsiders, who they say here are non-believers. So this is Paul speaking to the Colossians. And this advice is still so true and good for us today that we need to be wise when interacting with non-believers, with outsiders as they call them. You know, you wouldn't necessarily go up to someone who speaks English and you know they're English, and you go up to them and you go, um, why why aren't you speaking French? You need to speak French. Why, why can't you speak French? And they're like, well, I'm, I speak English. I, that's, that's what I speak. It's my language. No, 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 you should be speaking French. No, a Frenchman, you expect to be speaking French. Uh, but you don't have to expect that someone who speaks English as their home native language are going to necessarily speak French. And I think a lot of the time, we can expect things from... People who don't know Christ yet uh, maybe expect specific understanding of concepts like love or grace, um, the way that they speak, the, the decisions that they make, maybe the behaviors that they exhibit. We expect certain things from them when they actually haven't encountered that grace or that love from Christ yet. They are not Christ followers yet. And so we expect them to speak this language of believers when they're not believers yet. So we need to be very wise when we interact with people that we know maybe don't know God yet. Be so loving and so kind and so gracious, understanding that they may not have that context yet of the love of God. And so we get to be those that lead them to God's love and lead them to God's grace and lead them to God's kindness. Instead of reprimanding them for what they don't know yet, we can show them what they're missing and introduce them to their Lord and Savior. So let's be wise when we have those interactions with non-believers. Secondly, it says, make the most of every opportunity. That's just great advice in general, that we can conduct ourselves as believers in a manner which makes the most of every opportunity, seizing the day. I really believe that that is God's heart for us because He has created a world of opportunity for us. And He brings things across our paths and it's up to us to embrace it or to reject it. And if we embrace those opportunities and we step into what God has called us, that's where growth takes place, maturity. God can reveal more of Himself in and through us in those moments. But we have to make the most of every opportunity and the amplified version says treating it as something precious imagine if every conversation every message we get every email we get every encounter we have with someone we treat as something precious i really believe that even more fruit will be coming from our interactions if that's the way we're viewing them thirdly let your speech at all times be gracious and pleasant So when people come out of your company or they read an email you sent or a WhatsApp message you sent, what do they experience in your language, in what you're saying to them? Do they feel grace? Do they feel pleasantness and joy? What do they experience? Now, I understand, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we need to sort things out and we need to plan things and um, there's challenges and people need to be guided in ways to do things better. So it's not saying ignore all problems and don't have awkward conversations and don't have conflict. Those things can all be healthy if done in a gracious way. If we put God's grace at the forefront of everything that we do, our speech can be pleasant even if we have to deliver an unpleasant message because that's God. He is that good and that gracious that we're able to have the tools to still make someone feel Inspired, or empowered or at least supported in a difficult conversation. Maybe you've been in a conversation like that before where someone's actually delivered bad news to you but actually left the conversation feeling quite inspired. And we're able to do that. It just takes the intentionality and the focus on making sure that that person feels honoured at the end of this conversation. So let's make the most of every opportunity. Let's make sure our speech is gracious and pleasant. And then it adds here at the end of that... Let your speech be gracious and pleasant, seasoned with salt. Seasoned with salt. I love that. So, I don't know about you if you're a, you know, add the salt before you've even tasted the food type of person, or if you're very much against salt. I don't know where you stand. I love salty things, so I will add a lot of salt. But what is meant here by let your speech at all times be gracious and pleasant, seasoned with salt? Well, yes, meaning that it should be tasty and delicious and nourishing to the person hearing it, just like salt can be added to a meal to make it even more tasty or to bring out the flavours. But salt is also used as a pers- preservative. Salt is used as a preservative. So our words can be used as a preservative. It can be used to build and strengthen relationships if we add some salt to the language. Add some salt to the WhatsApp message. Add some salt to our email or our conversation or our phone call. It can actually preserve honor, preserve love, preserve joy, preserve a relationship or even build it up with the way of how we communicate. How we conduct ourselves in this manner is very important. So this verse is incredible. Let's do a recap. Colossians 5 verse 5 in the Amplified Be wise when interacting with non-believers. Don't expect things that we shouldn't be expecting. Always love, always care. Secondly, make the most of every opportunity. Be gracious and pleasant in our speech and put some salt on it to preserve those important things. Amen? Let's pray together this morning. Thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and your grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that because of you and your excellent, amazing example and the Holy Spirit living inside of us, we are able to do these things, to have pleasant speech, even in difficult circumstances, to show grace and love and joy, and to be wise when we interact with people, and to take the most of every opportunity, Lord God. Thank you that you are always with us, that you are so gracious, and I pray, Lord God, that you will help us conduct ourselves in a manner that is worthy of of the glory of Christ. Thank you, Lord God. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. Hope you have a lovely rest of the day further. Goodbye.